in this bulletin. The Prime Minister says Australia Day is a chance to reflect as thousands across the country gather for ceremonies and protests. Cyclone Kiralee in Queensland downgraded to a tropical low. And in football, the Socceroos to play Indonesia in the round of 16 at the Asian Cup. With ladders from the SBS Newsroom, I'm Sunilla Wasti. Thousands of people have gathered for ceremonies across the country to mark Australia Day. In Canberra, hundreds of people, including politicians and recent Australian of the Year winners, have gathered for a citizenship ceremony. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was in attendance and has praised Australia Day as an opportunity to reflect. Australia Day is our chance to pause and reflect on everything that we have achieved as a nation. Everything that we have created and built and learned through all the ups and downs of our history, the mighty challenges we have faced, the profound opportunities we have seized, the stern tests we have passed together. Everything that has made us who we are. Indigenous Australians are holding events across Australia on Australia Day to mourn the impact of colonisation and to celebrate the longevity and resilience of First Nations cultures. In Canberra, the Aboriginal Tent Embassy has hosted the Sovereignty Day rally to protest what it calls 236 years of unfinished business. In Sydney, dignitaries, including New South Wales Premier Chris Minns, have attended a ceremony which calls on Australians to reflect on the significance of the world's oldest continuing living culture. Wiradjuri woman and City of Sydney councillor Yvonne Weldon led a minute's silence at the ceremony, calling the 26th of January a day of mourning held on the ground zero of colonisation. She has paid homage to the Eora clans, who she says were the first to suffer the impact of the arrival of the British. Other people's journey entered these waterways and our lands with foreign words, beliefs and weapons. Not for sharing but for controlling, to take through brutality. The commencement of devastation through genocide, through disease and through trauma. The creation of cycles that continue here today. Cyclone Kiralee has been downgraded to a tropical low after crossing the Queensland coast northwest of Townsville as one of the most powerful systems seen in the north. The storm has left more than 53,000 Ergon Energy customers without power in North Queensland, with the majority of them in Townsville. Conditions must clear before crews can assess the full extent of the damage to the electricity grid, and the company says the priority is to reconnect emergency services, hospitals, schools and critical infrastructure first. The Greens are calling for further alterations to the federal government's proposed Stage 3 tax cuts. Under the reworked scheme, anyone earning less than $150,000 will receive a larger tax cut, while those earning more are in line for a smaller benefit than earlier promised. The changes to the original Stage 3 tax cuts will need to pass Parliament with the support of the Greens and Crossbench before they are due to come into effect in July. Federal Emergency Management Minister Murray Watt has told Sky News he believes the public will support the changes. There was unanimous support for this plan in our caucus, unanimous support for it in our Cabinet and our Expenditure Review Committee. The entire Labor team is behind this plan and that's because it delivers a tax cut to every single Australian taxpayer and does a huge amount for Middle Australia, a lot more than what the Coalition was offering under Scott Morrison and now under Peter Dutton. Gaza's health ministry says at least 20 Palestinians queuing for food aid have been killed and 150 more have been wounded by an Israeli strike on Gaza City. The World Health Organisation says the food situation in the north of Gaza is horrific and humanitarian workers say rare aid deliveries are being mobbed by desperate people who are visibly starving. The head of the World Health Organisation, Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, 
broke down while calling for a political solution. He says he is struggling to speak because the situation is beyond words. The risk of epidemics is increasing and people will die because of that as well. And people are facing death or risk of death because of hunger and starvation and famine. If you add all that, I think it's not easy to understand how hellish the situation is. Israeli Representative Waleed Gadban has responded by saying the international community has decided not to care about Israeli hostages still kept captive in Gaza, and this represents a grave moral failure. More than 130 hostages are believed to still be being held in Gaza. In football, the Socceroos will play Indonesia on Sunday night in the round of 16 at the Asian Cup in Qatar because of a late goal in a game between two other teams. Kyrgyzstan scored with 10 minutes to go in their match against Oman to salvage a one-all draw. The top two teams in each of the six groups and the four best third-place teams go through the round of 16. Oman failing to win meant they were not amongst the four best third-place teams. Indonesia go through instead. If they hadn't have gone through, Australia would have played Palestine in the round of 16. Australia hasn't played Indonesia since 2010 when they beat them 1-0 in Brisbane. If Australia beats Indonesia in the round of 16, they'll play either South Korea or Saudi Arabia in the quarterfinals. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. I'm Sunil Awosti.